In part two of this copywriting series, the two business guys go deeper into why to use copywriting and the tools that will help you turn your words into action online. Enjoy. This business podcast, The Two Business Guys Mastermind, uncovers for you secrets and share tips and tricks to entrepreneurship as they mastermind on how to have startup, operational, and overall business success so that you can go on to get better results. Enjoy. So Ada, everybody, Ada, what does that mean? Is it your aunt? No, it's not your aunt Ada. It stands for attention, interest, desire, and action. So in this Ada approach, you're trying to get people to really do an action. But first, you got to get their attention. That's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. You know, this is part two of the episode on copywriting. And the first part we talked about, you know, what is copywriting? Why does it matter? Today, what we're going to be getting into is, you know, how do you create it? How do you actually create the words that get people to do the things that you want them to do? And that is, of course, buy from you. Rob, welcome back, man, to the show. We've got a good one for everybody today. But before we get started, Rob, let's go ahead and ask folks, hey, if you're listening to this and you know that we're getting you that kind of help that you want, right? We're helping you get these little tips and tricks and templates all right, and smoothing along your business practices, and hopefully you're out there using them and making money. We want you to subscribe to the channel, right? We want you to hit the bell notification. We want to see you want. We want to come back into your life every week or as often as you want to. When you hear we put out a new episode, man, that bell notification will tell you. So go ahead and do that, guys. Let's get started with the show. Rob, how are you doing? Doing well, brother. Doing well. Glad to be back. Just got back from uh, a business trip down in North Carolina dealing with a client. It was a lot of fun. Had a lot of made a lot of transformation happen. And I'm glad to be back on the show, man. So you hear what he said. I made some transformation happen. Now, let's think about that. If that was written down, I made transformation happen. Right. And if you says, well, wait a minute, am I going to watch that movie? We really got to ask ourselves <laughs> the words is the the words that are used gathering attention, creating interest and desire so much so people do a thing. Mm-hmm. We're jumping into this hard, man. I saw one of your lives mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I get in and I start asking questions like, is this live? <laughs> <laughs> is this really live? And I want the person to go. I see you, Randy. It is live. We are live. If I don't hear that, I'm like, this is not live. What's going on here? Don't tell me it's live. You know, so uh, I'm glad that you got people a transformation. Now, let's think about something, everyone. When was the what was the last movie that you went to see? Right. Could have been on Netflix. Could have been anywhere. What made you click on that movie versus any of the other ones? What did they say in the headline? How did it get your attention? Right? Did it get your attention in such a way that you says, yeah, I'll buy that $19 movie, though I'm, I'm sitting at home. <laughs> right? This is what copywriting has the opportunity to do for you. 
right? It has the opportunity if on the business side, you know, get you out there getting people to pull out their credit card and go, I want that. Right? But on if you're on the receiving side of it, you've got to you know see see what you see and then ask the question, does this move me? Right. So later on, we're going to be talking about how exactly do you do that? What words do you specifically use to get people there? In the meantime, Rob, I'm curious. You were in North Carolina, mm-hmm. right? Doing some work with some folks. What did you see while there? It could have been on a sign. It could have been something interesting like that, that you said, wow, that would be a great example of some good copywriting. Yeah, no, I think that it's so interesting because when you're you're moving and you like, especially because I was down in Raleigh, right? So it's the capital city, and you're you're around, and you go through the airports. And I remember one of the interesting things that I saw, and this is actually it wasn't even it was it wasn't even outside of Grand Rapids. It's in the Grand Rapids airport. There's a you know in Grand Rapids we got the medical mile, so there's different. Um, advertisements advertisements or advertisements um for all types of different other the hospitals and the programs and all the rest of this. and a lot of the programs are you know they'll tout their you know their staff and the people that they have and all this rest of type of stuff i saw one and there's a kid on it and he's like yes right and what it says is impossible until it's not and then it talks about the kid and he got a kidney transplant right and it's just like that thing, because it grabs your attention. It's like, what is this talking about? And immediately, you know, um, and it was it was Spectrum that was the that was the company. Like, what's in my head now is that Spectrum does transplants for children, right? And it immediately, you know, grabs hold of the stuff with. Um, with all the different children's hospitals that I know. And so for me, it sticks out to me because like I donate, our, our business donates, um, it, you know, at least three or $4,000 a year to St. Jude. That's one of my favorite um, charities. St. Jude is uh, the children's hospital down in Memphis that takes care of, if children have cancer, they do the cancer treatments and the parent, they take care of having the parents stay there so they can be with the kids, all the rest of that type of stuff, all free, right? Um, and it's it was it was interesting how it mirrored some of the St. Jude imagery imagery and that same idea, because a lot of what St. Jude is, is this is the story. Right. Like one of the St. Jude ever, um, ads that I've seen, it's like it's a mother that comes on and says, this is my miracle baby. And how can my miracle baby have cancer? And then the father comes on. He's like, you think the worst thing in the world is you getting cancer? No, the worst thing in the world is your child getting cancer. Right. And then that's the attention grabber, if you would. Right. Because you sucked in by that point. And then they go through and they're like, and here's how St. Jude made that all better. And it's amazing. And that's what I got from that. And again, that's a video ad. But from that poster, from that billboard ad, you got that all of that kind of tag along advert um, advertising energy just by connecting to the doing something impossible and changing a child's life. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's, so. it's, 
it's incredible, man, when you have something like that. The, the ones that I see oftentimes, you know, the ones that get me is this picture of a sad puppy or something like that. <laughs> you know, you're looking at this thing and then they have a headline come up and you're like, oh my gosh, I gotta, you know, help help these puppies. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and the helpless, cute, things like that, that you go, wow, right? I need to, I'm called to help this person or I'm called to help this puppy. You know what I mean? So that gets me every time. And that becomes an example of, can you say something quickly that gets people's attention, right? What does that? Mm. Now, we also know that great copywriters are out there knowing their audience. You may see, I'll give you an example. When I was a vegetarian and, and I saw these, these beautiful little signs um, by Chick-fil-A that said, eat more chicken. And it did not move me because I wasn't eating the chicken. Now, if it had said something like, you know, uh, vegetables that taste like chicken, well. <laughs> the impossible you see, burger. You know, so vegetables that taste like chicken. So that becomes how you know your, how you have to know who you're talking to to reach them where it hurts. All right. That's a very good point because the message, a message that is moving can be moving to a particular group of people and can be completely, other people can be completely oblivious to it. Right. Like, you know, Randy, what I do, the work that I do is all in about is all about maximizing human potential, getting people, ordinary people to do extraordinary things. And so messages that, trend that changed the paradigm messages that give hope where there was no hope are things that immediately pop out to me um and but like and so perfect example and I, plus i was immediate so i love the chick-fil-a ads because i thought that they were right eat they were witty they, right because it's cows saying eat more chicken like that was the whole thing for me that was like hilarious all the subtext of it right because here's a chicken restaurant that is trying to compete without saying that they're trying to compete with the burger shacks and the burger restaurants out there and who's the who 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 is going to benefit the most from the the chicken shops winning this competition the cows that go into the burger shops i thought that it was super clever and i loved it but it's crazy um i love your story on how it could completely go past you and you're like oh, whatever because you you're not eating either one of them Right. Right. And so it's not I, I was certainly not their customer. Exactly. At, so I at think that, that time, I think that's one of the one where one of the most important points of what we're talking about. Right. Last week, we talked about getting into the conversation that's going on in the head of your customer mm -hmm. and having that pattern interrupt, having that thing. Right. We're talking about attention. How do you get the attention? And the first thing about getting the attention, and this is what a lot of people think. A lot of people think that I want to take their attention from whatever it's on to be on me. And that's not the case. The whole idea of an attention getter is that it's resonating with something they're already thinking about. It's putting a different spin on an idea or a conversation that's already going on in their heads. Right. And the reason that it gets their attention is because it resonates with them in some way. It says, I am you, you are me, we are on the same wavelength. It, it, it speaks to that thing that's going on inside of them, that pain, that, that, that aspiration, whatever it is, but it speaks to it and says, I understand you. See, see you hit it right on the head, man. And it, it brings to mind a book I read 
about five or six years ago, maybe even more. Uh, and it was called buying trances. Mm. Right. And in there, the author said, you said pattern interrupt. First, you have to interrupt. Just me snapping my fingers makes you kind of go, hey, what's going on? Is there a dinosaur coming? Is there a snake in the room? <laughs> right? Our minds are, you know, are gravitating towards something that's just brand new and novel. So he said that you had to get them out of where they're at in the moment. And everybody's, you know, thinking about their own problems, their own situations, blah, blah, blah. So you have to do something that interrupts that and then get them into a trance towards buying right and he was brilliant at this stuff man uh and i i used to just eat up his his books and stuff that he would come out with his titles were great buying trances oh yeah i yeah. want that book another <laughs> one he did was uh called hypnotic writing mm-hmm. right and uh you know using you know neuro-linguistic programming nlp all these different things that really are designed to get into the ear gate of folks through a mechanism that is useful that yep. mechanism typically is telling a story. Exactly. And, and 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 the thing that I think is important, right, because a lot of the books, you know, you and I both have read a ton of <clears throat> books on marketing and, and business and all the rest of the type of stuff. And what I've found, at least my experience, what I feel like happens in us translating what we've read and what we understand and what we do to others is this. There's what the thing looks like and then there's what the thing is, Right. And what it looks like from the outside observer is that I took your attention from what you were paying attention to, to this thing over here. And so that's how we describe it, because that's how you that's what it looks like. So that's how you know that you've done it. Right. Because it looks like this. That's the behavioral idea that you see that that allows you to do that. But I want to go just one step deeper, because I think a lot of times people don't understand. And so they're trying to get that without understanding how to get it. So now we know what it looks like when it happens, but we don't know how to make it happen. And that's because what's happening to your customer, your client, whatever, whoever they are, they have a pain that they want to get rid of, or they have an aspiration that they want to achieve. Mm -hmm. And what they're living every day is either they're in that pain and they are constantly engaging in a world that does not have solutions to that pain that's their perspective that's their experience or they have an aspiration that they want to achieve and they're constantly engaging in a world that doesn't have a plan or a way for them to achieve that aspiration that's the conversation that's constantly in their head so everything that they're seeing everything they're doing is not returning back to them hope everything that they're seeing everything they're doing is not returning back to them promise it's returning back to them. Yep, you're gonna have to continue on this pain. You might as well just keep suffering. Or yeah, it might be good for everybody else, but it's not gonna happen for you. That's what's returning back to them in their everyday life. So the pattern interrupt that happens is that pattern. The pattern of everything out in the world is not the answer that you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. These are not the droids you are looking for, right? Like everything in the world is playing that Jedi mind trick of there is no answer. There is no answer. There is no answer, right? They send it out. It comes back. There is no answer. Your pattern interrupt. And then following that interruption of there is no answer with there is an answer is the thing that connects and and starts that trance because they believe that there is an answer. They believe that there is a solution. 
right? That's why they're looking for it. And when you say, yes, you're right, there is a solution. Now you become the thing in the world that is reflecting back to them their own belief. And so many, you know, beginning entrepreneurs struggle in their marketing in this space because we're not reflecting back to them their belief. We're get, trying to imprint upon them our beliefs. That so, you know, guys, look, that was gold. That was gold right there. In whatever it is you're doing, what are you returning back to the folks? Your beliefs? How you feel? Who cares? People don't <laughs> care about what you feel. They care about what it is that you have, what you just suggested, does for them. Mm-hmm. Right? Does for them get this in the way they see it being of service, being of use, getting it done. So it's almost like, you know, it's swimming with the tide of someone's thinking versus against the tide with your fancy schmancy, whatever you're going to do for them. Exactly. You've already tried everything, haven't you? Just that wording. Mm -hmm. That was an example. Mm -hmm. You've already tried everything, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Somebody's over there going, yes, I have. Well, they haven't tried everything. But they they believe they have. And they believe they have. (laughs) But what if I showed you that everything that you could do next using blah, blah, blah tool is really already within you? It's something you've already tried, but you may have not thought about it in a certain way. Exactly. So you're not saying a lot of anything other than tapping into, I knew it was in me. I knew I could do it kind of thing, right? I knew there was a, here's one of the top ones. This is something that I, that I noticed when I started doing some research on this, right? I noticed the top um, headlines for different blogs and stuff like that, right? And top blogs, five tips. And now I, I went into copywriting, right? Five tips mm-hmm. for writing copy. Five tips. Mm-hmm. This was written in 2015. And it's still wow. number one on Google, right? Wow. Ranks number one. Obviously, the content within it, right? And, and the word count, blah, blah, blah. But the point is, it's written at a fourth grade level. And some of the bigs out there, I can tell you, there was a couple of uh, folks that I was looking up. Uh, John Carlton says, you got to write at a level that does not offend, but does not take people into a thinking mode, you keep them emotional. And it's usually a certain level. It must be that in fourth and fifth grade, we were all emotions, I guess. <laughs> all right. So the next one ranks number two, a simple guide. So what I did was I circled, what is it about the title that gets interest or attention? First things, numbers. We love the numbers, not write out five, but the number five. So we see a number. What does that do? Well, what that does is tells you that it's not going to be long. It didn't say 55. 55, <laughs> I'm putting it down. It's too many. There's a sweet spot. So five what tips. Oh, another wording that's used that gets people's attention is when you say something like checklist, right? Here's the number three, 10 tactical tips. Now, there's something about the two T's, alliteration. The mind is almost getting into a buying trance. 
You getting it, everybody? So it is what you're putting down that is getting people into where they're already at. People want something fast. They want a tip. They want a checklist. They want a guide. They want to, and they don't want too many of them because they're busy. So as you think about writing copy and you're saying to yourself all the time, have I hit, now this is tried and true, Aunt Ada, right? Have I gotten their attention? How did you do that? Did I do a pattern interrupt? Something that stops them in their tracks, right? Now, John Carlton talks about this. He's one of the masters for, of copywriting from back in the day, right? He says, you got to talk to them, like Rob talked about, in a way that they go, hey, that person says something that is unusual, uncorporate. And you're seeing some of that stuff now in some commercials and stuff like that, right? It's uncommercialized. It's, 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 it's not professional it's colloquial right it's saying it in a way that somebody might say that like here's an example our, our i think his name is mark stevens a guy wrote a book once and i think it went bestseller but the title was beautiful right when i was learning about marketing and all this kind of stuff and this was years ago he says your marketing sucks it's like what what <laughs> that's a pattern interrupt you exactly. come out with something strong to where a person almost get uh, gets offended by what you just said. Right. And here's the funny part about that. They're not really offended because that's why they know their marketing sucks. That's why they're looking to get better at marketing. Yeah, man. One of his other books. <laughs> exactly. And, that, and I says, my marketing sucks. It does. I was like, well, I got to find out what this guy's talking about. And right. that's how you get him in. Right. I think one of his other books was God is a salesman. It's like, what? Whoa, I can stop deep. a whole bunch of people in their <laughs> tracks, right? You're like, right. what do you mean? And if you start thinking about it, you go, a minute. And they start talking about, hey, how, you know, convince these people, you know, to do this, you know, convince them to do this. Here's my, you know, words. I want you to continue to read these words. It's like, he was selling. So that's when you <laughs> kind of get into that, right? But the title is the main thing the that interrupt. got your yeah. interest because it, it was unusual. Yes. There was one more ad that I saw this weekend that was, really really interesting to me and I, I know some of you all may have been seeing this you've been watching the games the Mountain Dew ads so there's a there's a couple of them there's one with Zach Levine um, who plays for Chicago Bulls and um, uh, a comedian um, he's played in a couple of movies played in you know Horrible Bosses and, and a couple other movies um, but Zach Levine is on there he's like you know how product placement is getting so obvious nowadays and he's like yeah, in his basketball yeah. uniform and then they cut screen to everything is mountain dew and all they're saying is just mountain dew 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 right like it was that 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 satire of the pattern interrupt was you know how product placement is so obvious nowadays and everybody's like yeah it is and then they're like and they hit you with a whole bunch of let me give you an example of of what it really looks like right that was one of them and then the other one is again that pattern interrupt he's like um the the guy gets he gets on there he's like you know how commercials take you know three minutes to talk to you about blah 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 blah, blah and it's like clip <laughs> and he just flashes mountain dew and that's the end of the commercial <laughs> and so that's the, the interrupt you're like hey what was that exactly and it was again everybody agreed like commercials just drunk the people drone on and on talk about everything and don't nobody want to watch commercials and <laughs> immediately what what sticks in your mind is a oh, Mountain Dew. Yeah. And it's already in your mind that, yep, that's true. Exactly. 
Now, you know, and that those are branding um, commercials. Those are those are awareness commercials. It's not those commercials were not designed to convert you to Mountain Dew. All they just all they're designed to do is to make you think about Mountain Dew for everybody that already drinks Mountain Dew that likes Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. It's a reminder to to do what you already have done. But for new people, it's something to say. Mountain Dew gets you. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah, I hear you. That's that's the fun stuff. This is why copywriting is so much fun when you start thinking about it. All right, you're going into your marketplace and you've got to be different, especially if you've got a red ocean that you've just entered into wisely or unwisely. And you've decided that, you know what, I can take a scoop of this red ocean and I can boil it and I can make it, you know, usable, potable, drinkable, right? In other words, you've just gone into something tough and now you've got to come out with languaging that gets people looking at you despite the fact that they're not even using your product or they're your service, right? You got to get them to see you. Uh, And it's one that it kind of, I was thinking literally about how do I get emails open? Right. And I'm working with a, a, a client and I'm talking to him about his emails. Right. And I'm thinking about, OK, this what words do I use? What words do I use? And I was thinking about industries and bringing into what he did. I says, OK, send me what you got. He said, all my open rates weren't that good. So he sent me over what he had. And, and I says, I see why they weren't that good. Because nothing you said in the first line that people are going to scan pulls them in, right? And so there's kind of a, a, and that's copy too, right? That's copywriting too. How do I get my email open in the subject lines, right? You think about the ones that get you. And there's this very quick rule, ABC, the ABC rule. Now, you heard ADA. Here's ABC. ABC is attention, benefit, curiosity. Is what you just said in the first several lines going back to attention? Does it get their attention? You know, does it immediately begin to speak to a benefit? Because again, people are wondering, what does that got to do with me? What can you do for me? What will this do for me? How, was the, how would this deliver me a transformation, make me more money, whatever it is? And can you say it quickly in a curious way where people go, hmm, that sounds interesting. That becomes some of the key. Now, when we get into the third part of this series, we're going to be talking about specific tools to use. And there's a lot of tools out there. There's some AI tools or some other things, but some of the old school tools still work. Mm. But right now, Let's continue on with how do I get an open rate that's through the roof? How do you do that very, very quickly? Rob, tell me, tell me a time when you've opened up an email because of the headline and it really wasn't a product that you'd go for. Can you remember a time like that? Oh, I, well, I've got to think about it. Because now I open them up just because I like the fact they're clever and I want to see what they are. Like the the copyright, you know, marketing curiosity in me does it. Um, but I remember when I used to start back before I was 
in business, the, the emails that would get me to open them up would be the ones that were like asking a question or um, did you like stuff was like, did you, you see this? Did you miss this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those types of emails would, would generally cause me to open up because they, they inspire that curiosity, right? They, and it was normally from a source that I had already engaged with before. And so now they're just kind of, it's like a friend calling you up. Hey, did you see that? Right? Like that was the feeling. So that, those are the types of ones that really would give me the ones with questions or the ones with, you don't want to miss this or um, time is running out, stuff like that. I got one the other day, man, that just crushes, right? In the subject line, here it is. Randy, may I ask you a personal question? Well, <laughs> okay. Now, that's getting right to it. That means you have a got my attention. Why you use my name? Mm-hmm. You want to ask me a question, right? So I'm curious. What is it that you want to ask me? You incited curiosity. This is beautiful, right? So I just happen to be looking at. Um, here, here's one. Thrive on Friday. What day did they send it on? Friday. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. They, it's, they, they did something in here. They put a T dot H dot I, you know, R dot small lowercase I. What pattern in the row? What's this? That, that didn't go right. You see what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's these little things that you're doing to grab attention. And then dropping in the benefit and then adding a bit of curiosity, right? Remember we talked about numbers? Here's one that didn't work for me. Six strategic (laughs) priorities for modern merchant leaders. Now, wait, one one reason, and I'm not going to, these are from some some very smart people. (laughs) First of all, it wasn't a number, right? Look what it is strategic priorities all those syllables takes me out of emotion mode and gets me into Logic. thinking mode so uh, here's one american psycho whoa wait a minute i remember that movie now this guy when he he sends out some really good ones right but he's coming up with something that i remember American Psycho, the movie. And then you kind of go, huh, I wonder, I wonder what he's talking about there. What about American Psycho? What's he talking about? That movie's old. What's going on here? Right? Another one. How they made $87 million with clicks. What? How much? And then here's, this, this guy is brilliant at this. He, he knows it too. In the uh, subject line, it also says, it says two days in brackets, two days. I don't know what that means. I'm curious what's going on, but he used a number. How they made $87 million with clicks. What another big number, bold claim, headline. I always open his stuff. Yep, yep. Right? Marie Forleo, brilliant at some of the things she comes out and asks a question of, are you? Something yeah. from right 
are you not living your best? You're like, no, I'm not. What's going on? (laughs) Tell me more. That becomes the kind of languaging, everyone, that gets attention. Now, this is subject line. This is just, you know, if you're doing your emails, uh, gets attention, you know, starts thinking about what is the benefit? I have an assumed benefit from what you just said very, very quickly that I was able to scan quickly, use a number. I assume there's going to be a benefit. I can make, can I make $87 million with clicks? Oh, you know what I mean? Uh, and then you get into, uh, so attention, benefit, curiosity. It's, it's basically ADA again, it's just shortened. Here's another one. This is from an investing guy. I want to hear what you think, Randy. You do? Well, I'll tell you, you see, this this is what we're talking about. So when I looked at this uh, client of mine, I looked at his his copy for his emails and why he got such a low response. Now I'm going to rewrite them. I'm going to use some of the same wordings he he, he has in there, but I'm going to package it differently. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that becomes the opportunity, you know, it's stuff that we could do if you want us to help you out with this stuff, you know, just just send us an email. We always leave our email address to businessguys at gmail.com. We always leave our email address. And if you're watching this on YouTube, right? So we leave our email address for you to send us, hey, could you help us? Could you help me? Could you help my company, right? With the different things that Rob and I do. If you need help in that area, Making the words that you use convert the copywriting to convert. I would hope that's what you need and want. I hope you're not just putting words up there. And this relates to anything. Your social media post. What are you saying? What are you talking about? Here's the one that I, I love to use. Hey, can I tell you a story? Question. Story. Story gets people going. Ooh, I want to hear a good story. We always want to go. That's why we go to the movies. Mm-hmm. We want to hear a good Got story. A whole industry on storytelling. Yep. So those are some of, some of the opportunities. Uh, here's one from a very, very popular. Very, very popular marketer. Open me. Discount code inside. <laughs> this comes out and tells you what to do. Open me. Capital. And then I got something inside for you. What's inside? Curiosity. How's that going to benefit me? Well, it's going to save you some money. Right. Because it's a discount. Right. <laughs> you see what I mean? Attention. Open me. Comes right out and asks for the order. That's the kind of stuff that we're talking about, everyone. Right. And when I'm helping people write their copy so that it converts, we get into, well, what do you know about your potential people on the other end of this where do you think they are like rob talked about where where are they right now well they're confused um they're overworked rob you know in in the work that you do mm-hmm. you know you've got overworked executives you got people that are overworked they're you know it's chaos all around yeah trying to how do you thrive in that work-life balance and trying to figure out how to put themselves first all of those different types of things and <clears throat> and struggling space, at it right but also knowing that there is a way because they see that there are people that are doing what they want to do and living that life. And so they're like, what's wrong with me? How come I'm not? Right. Yeah. How do we you know, dive into that in a, um, and Rob and I always go back and forth and work on these different things, even in our own businesses. When he drops some knowledge on me, 
uh, in a particular, you know, business situation, how to approach a certain thing, you know, it's always great. And if I say something, I see some copy that he's put out there and I go, I wonder what you could do with that, that turns it and changes it and makes people go, what's Rob talking about? This thriving in chaos stuff, you know, this, this legacy leadership. What does he mean by that? How do I, how do I get that? No, so we're constantly, we want to do that stuff for you too. If we want, if you want us to, it's up to you, right? You've got all, every opportunity we've asked you before. Hey, listen, you know, make some comments, put some comments down there, uh, you know, ask us questions, um, you know, look for the stuff that we have coming up that we're going to be, you know, dripping out over time. If you want it, can we help you in the areas of your business? I know we can. But you've got to ask yourself, well, you know, how can they? Mm-hmm. Right. And then we'll come in and do do what we do and help you out. There we go. So, Rob, what can we close people with on today's session when we talk about what to do to create this copy that converts? Yeah. I think the biggest thing that I want to leave people with is don't try to be a mind reader. A lot of times what we try to do is we try to think that we know what other people are thinking. And the best way to know what other people are thinking is to ask them. If you have been in business for a while, if you have clients, if you have customers, go back and just ask your customers. A couple of simple questions. What was the biggest problem you were dealing with when you came to work with me? Right? What made you purchase this thing? What about my business convinced you that I could solve your problem? you will get real answers and from those answers you literally can write the copy because those are the same things that other people are thinking that are in that space so that's that's the thing that i that i think i would leave with is go find out the information from your customers and if you don't have any customers yet go find out the information from people that are buying your product from somebody else Right. What makes you go to that person to buy so-and-so and such such? What about their business is what you like? And then you can ask this, this, this amazing question. If you could snap your fingers and change anything about your buying experience or your customer experience, what would it be? Because Man. that becomes the one thing that you make sure that you offer. That is it. You ask a question. Right. And you'd be surprised at how many people will tell you. I was telling a client earlier um, that says, go out onto your social media channels and ask, put a three question survey. Now, that question survey was designed to find out what they wanted, how they wanted delivered to them and how much they like to pay. That's it. I says, and you then go do those things. Mm-hmm. Not being a mind reader by asking questions. Yes. That's it. Guys, if go you do have it. the ability to, to read minds, then disregard everything that I just said and go make That's a right. whole bunch of money doing that. But for all the rest of y'all that are not clairvoyant, ask questions. Ask questions, then create that copy that gets people's attention based on where they're at, inspires a you know interest and desire that moves them to the action you want them to take. That's it. So next 
Next week, we're going to be talking about specific tools to use, and I've got a lot of them. You're going to love what we get into next week, talking about these tools that help you think about copy. I'm going to talk about tools. I'm going to talk about places to go to find ways to get the inspiration for your headline, inspiration for your copy. All right. We'll see you on the next week. Rob, again, thanks, man. We appreciate you today. Good being here, brother. All right. Take care, everyone.